Hi, welcome to the Deborah Arise podcast with Harmony Vuikankiat of Firesong Ministries. Each week, I will be bringing you power-packed content straight from the Bible and doused with the Holy Spirit to refresh, sustain, and challenge you in your role as a bold woman of God. My goal is to build up the daughters of God in order to bring about spirit, soul, and body transformation. I believe that you can conquer the obstacles in your path, just like Deborah from the Bible did as she rose to the challenge in front of her. She used prophetic wisdom from the Lord to bravely fight the enemy, and she won the battle because of simple obedience and unhindered faith. Then she worshipped the Lord for His hand of guidance and favor over her and the nation she governed. Deborah knew who she was, and she knew what her God could do. This is what I want for you. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's get started on this week's episode. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to episode four of the Deborah Arise podcast. I hope you're having a great week. This is Harmony, and we are going to dive into something a little bit different this week. I was praying about what I should discuss um, this morning, and the Lord, I looked through Judges 4, because that's where we've been, right? Studying the life of Deborah and, and applicable characteristics of Deborah to our lives and, and, and spiritual principles and things like that through her life, which is definitely we will be teaching and learning about that throughout the, the entirety of this podcast. Um, but that's not what I felt the Lord telling me to do today. I felt like he wanted me to release a prophetic word that he gave me last week, actually. And I've been kind of mulling it over and just uh, asking the Lord for more revelation on it and more <clears throat> just insight into what the Spirit's saying and things like that. And it is definitely a word for me personally, but I feel like the Lord wants me to deliver it as a corporate word as well, because I do believe that many within the body of Christ can relate to to it. So um, I'm going to do that. This is a little different for me. Typically, I write out the prophetic words the Lord gives me. So <clears throat> this one's going to be spoken. But I just um, pray it blesses you and um, just encourages you in your walk with the Lord. And so um, the way we'll start today is I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to tell you what I heard God say and then kind of unpack the word that I heard from him. So last week I was having a, it was kind of a tumultuous week with spiritual warfare um, and some health stuff. And I'm doing great now, but I definitely was kind of going back and forth thinking about um, some things that have happened, you know, in my past and things like that, that have affected me and my walk with the Lord, that have affected me physically, that have affected me mentally. And I was really focusing on a lot of old man stuff. (laughs) And what I mean by that term old man is things that have affected me negatively, causing me to react from a place of seeing myself as the old man, as through my flesh, through eyes of not redeemed, if that makes sense. And um, which only magnifies the problem when we do that, right? 
And so the the phrase I heard him say, I'll kind of get more into detail specifically here, but I kept hearing him say, stop revisiting the trauma. Revisiting the trauma triggers an old man reaction. So there's that term again, old man. <laughs> and um, this happened as I was focusing on some things that happened with my health over the summer. And I just kept going back and kept looking at details of it, kept just kind of pondering what happened and why it happened and where it happened and if I could have done anything to prevent it from happening, you know, and, and uh, you know, all those things that we do when something unexpected or bad happens in our lives uh, to us or even to a loved one. And I just kept focusing on all of the, the details of the health crisis, all of the details of the trauma. And, and instead of focusing on, you know, the fact that I I'm here now today <laughs> and I'm, you know, I've, I was delivered from it and, you know, I'm still, I'm still walking and talking and being used right by the Lord. Um, I was focusing on all the details of the trauma and every time I focus more on what happened, I would basically react from my old man and, and I'm not, I'm not living based on the old man, right? Because I'm redeemed. The truth is I'm redeemed. The truth is I have been covered by the blood of Jesus. I am a new new creation. The old is gone, the new has come, right? That's what the Bible says when we when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. But many times things happen in life that cause us to be triggered, right? Um, and go back to old man habits or start thinking, you know, like we used to think before we were saved or or even just start thinking as if we weren't saved, right? You just start thinking in a very, um, fleshly way. And so, um, this is what happened to me last week. And luckily it was short lived because the Lord quickly, quickly corrected me, as you can see here from this word. Um, but I just want to break it down and then kind of tell you the verse that I feel like, or the verses that I feel like go along with that word. So again, it's, this is what the Holy Spirit is saying to me. And I feel like this is for you as well, for many of you as well. He's saying, stop revisiting the trauma revisiting the trauma triggers an old man reaction. So for the first thing, I'll just, I'll just kind of break it up into points that I want us to focus on with this word is the word stop. I think that many times we can get caught up in, you know, the things of life and just when things happen that we don't like, um, we just continue going on, right? Continue trudging through, continue putting on the brave face, continue um, just doing, right? Doing all the things. And we don't give, we don't give um, ourselves time to really take it all in, to really um, feel what we need to feel, be, um, be in a, in a place of just, I'm not going to do anything else. I'm not going to try to take my mind off of this. I'm not going to try to, you know, cope by doing something, you know, that I shouldn't do in order to not feel this pain or to numb, you know, instead of just doing all the things that we would normally do, right, to numb pain or to cope or to take our mind off of the trauma, we um, keep going and we don't give ourselves time to process. Um, and I feel like, even though he's saying stop revisiting the trauma in this word, I feel like that word stop is, is a dual meaning. When something happens in our lives that is unexpected and, and takes a toll, right? It, it, it harms us in some way. Um, 
physically, spiritually, mentally, however, we have to stop. We have to take a minute, right? We got to take five and we have to um, allow the Lord to speak to our heart about the situation. We have to spend time with him and we have to talk to him and we have to maybe put some things down for a short period of time, right? We have to put some things down that we've been doing um, and allow the Lord to really heal us and to at least, at least start the process of healing. But in order for that to happen, we have to stop, right? We have to stop what we're doing and we can't fake it, right? We, we just, faking it, all that does is that prolongs the healing and it um, makes, you know, the pain more severe in my, in my experience, um, instead of just allowing yourself the time necessary to really stop and just take a breath and just take in what's happened. Now with that, this second part of this word stop is, you know, don't allow yourself to stay stuck. And I think that's what the Lord is, I believe that's what the Lord is saying here. He's saying stop for a minute when something bad happens, when this trauma occurs, you know, stop for a minute and take it all in and allow me to speak to you and to start the process of healing and to really reassure you that I'm here and love on you and just hold you together. Right. And then I feel like he's also saying, but stop so I can do this, but then don't stay stuck. Don't tell me, tell me how you're feeling, you know, tell me how you're, how you're doing. Tell me the the details, ask me the questions. The Lord wants us to do these things, but then let me then therefore take it, <laughs> you know, because if we don't give it to him in the moment that we stop, we will continue to focus on the trauma. And that's not what the Lord wants for us. The Lord wants us to move forward. He wants to, to take us by the hand and lead us out right? That's who he is. He is the great deliverer. He is mighty to save, but we have to stop, process it with him, then give it to him so that we won't continue to stay stuck in the negative event that happened in our life. Okay. So that's the first part of this, of this word. Um, the second part is that word, um, triggers. So this is something I really hate this word, (laughs) um, for, multiple reasons. I feel like it's thrown around a lot in, um, in, you know, society and in, in culture today. And I feel like we just have to all accept the fact that we live in a fallen world and things are going to happen to us that will bring pain. Right. Um, and we have to just expect to be triggered sometimes. We just have to, it's not that we're living with a negative outlook. Definitely not, right? We have the hope of God. We have the peace of God that transcends all understanding always. Um, But we cannot, we cannot live in this place of just, you know, um, not being very, not being, not having common sense (laughs) because things will happen that will trigger, that can trigger us um, when we've been wounded in, in some way in life. It's a part of life. And so walking around thinking you'll never be triggered if you've been traumatized in some way is is pretty um, unrealistic. With that, however, I think that word triggered is used so um, carelessly these days, especially by like, you know, popular culture um, and things like that. It's very insensitive in the way that it's used. 
um, because it is a very serious deal when someone who's been through something traumatic is triggered. It's not to be taken lightly. Um, and I know there's a variety of things that can trigger people and, and call them, you know, cause them to remember, cause them to go back to that place where, where the negativity occurred in their life and the bad thing happened. Um, but I do, I do believe that there's just such a place of healing with the Lord that when things do happen that can trigger a negative response that can trigger, you know, a, um, the woundedness to resurface, you know, and the, and the memory to come back, we can find an even better memory, right? We can find an even better, um, experience encounter to think about that we've had with the Lord and replace that triggered memory with that. And that's, that's just something that we as believers in Christ really get to experience that those that don't have the Lord don't have that, right? Or they have it because God's grace is, there's common grace for even those that are unsaved. Um, and then there's, you know, a whole other kind of grace, a much more costly grace um, for those of us who have accepted the Lord as our Savior. So they've had those experiences too, but maybe they don't realize it was God, right? But we do. We we know, you know, the grace of God. If we've said yes to Jesus as our Savior, we know the grace of God in the small and in the big things. And so if if we've been triggered in some way to remember, you know, an event that happened in our life that was very, that scarred us, we can therefore at that moment make a decision to not allow the enemy to come in and steal our peace and our joy through that trigger. I'm not saying our physical body won't want to react, right? Because there are certain things that our physical body will want to react when being triggered by an old, by an old painful memory. But I am saying that we can call to mind the times that God has been faithful to us and ask the Lord to replace that memory that wants to pop up when triggered with his goodness and with reminders of his love. And if we just focus, and if we can't think of anything, and here's the thing, here's the thing. If we can't think of a memory, if we can't think of an event or a time when the Lord pulled us out, when the Lord saved us, when the Lord answered a prayer, when the Lord healed somebody or healed us, if we can't call it to mind because maybe the trigger is so, you know, it's so hard, it's so bad, then we can always look to the cross. You know, that is the greatest act of remembrance we can do. We can always just close our eyes, take that deep breath and look at the cross and remember that Jesus died for us. And that is, that memory is so powerful and so healing in, in and of itself. You know, we weren't there, but it's like we were because as believers, we have been, we, we were crucified with Christ, right? So it's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. So it's like we are experiencing it vicariously, you know, by, by visualizing it and, and just really seeing what Christ did for us when we put that image in our minds. So I just challenge you um, with that word triggers. When, when, when that happens, you know, don't beat yourself up that you're triggered. You know, there's definitely no condemnation in Christ Jesus, but just allow the Holy Spirit to remind you of who Jesus is and what he's done and ask the Lord to, to replace the old memory that really wounded you with a new memory or with a memory of, of his goodness and his love instead. Um, and then lastly, the last part of that word is talks about an old man reaction. So 
when I think of this, I think of being in a place where I'm constantly thinking about something, you know, that's been hurtful in my life and allowing myself to feel it and to just really think about it so much that I'm even physically affected by it, right? My body even starts to manifest sickness or aches and pains or, you know, um, stress, stress really is definitely something that can come out in our physical bodies. I've experienced this very recently in my life. Stress and anxiety and fear can manifest physically through sickness and disease, but also it can manifest through just weird aches and pains and headaches and just stomach problems and, um, you know, back aches and just things like that as well. So, um, don't discount that your body is, if, if you are feeling those things, your body can, could be telling you something about, um, stress that you've allowed to infiltrate your mind and your thoughts based on trauma that has occurred in your life. However, um, we are no longer the old creation, right? We're the, we're the new creation in Christ. So, um, whenever we think on things of the past, we therefore have a, have an opportunity to allow our mind and our words and our flesh to go backwards, you know, to go backwards and start behaving and speaking and living in a way that's more focused on what happened than on who we are now and and who we are in Christ, really. Um, Or we can say, yes, that happened. Yes, I'm still healing from it. Yes, I'm still physically and emotionally and mentally scarred. Um, But I am no longer walking in the old way. I'm no longer living from a place of my flesh and of, you know, my, um, I'm not living in my own strength, right? The grace of God is enough for me. And I am a new person. I am created anew in Christ. And then we can just start thinking about the newness that we've been given instead of what used to be, who we used to be, right? That's a slippery slope to think about who we used to be. <laughs> um, can I get an amen? So just thinking about who we used to be is really not going to help you to be who God's called you to be, honestly. Um, now, for the purpose of remembering what Christ's done, definitely. But if we're thinking about who we used to be from the perspective of, man, I went through that. That was really hard. Man, I, I can't believe that happened to me. Why did that happen? Oh, man, getting out of that, you know, took a lot of work or I don't even think I'll ever be fully healed from that. I mean, when we have like those kind of thoughts, that's thinking about who we used to be with an old man perspective. And that just keeps us in a place where we're guided by our emotions. We're guided by, um, you know, uh, thoughts that are filled with lies, honestly, about who we are. And we're not thinking on things above. We're thinking on things of this world. And that's one of the things Jesus died for us to have is that we could be walking in the new every single day, walking in his love, the newness of his love every single day and not looking backwards anymore, but looking, always looking ahead as to what's to come, the purpose and the plan God has for us, right? Which is always good and always full of hope. So um, the verse I wanted to read is Ephesians 
chapter 4, and it's actually two verses, verses 22, where is it, here we go, 22 to 24, to go along with this word that I wanted to share today. And it says that regarding your previous way of life, you put off your old self, and this is the amplified version, so you put off your old self, completely discard your former nature which is being corrupted through deceitful desires and be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude and put on the new self, the regenerated and renewed nature created in God's image, Godlike, in the righteousness and holiness of the truth, living in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for your salvation. I love the way the Amplified puts this um, because it adds, you know, some extra understanding here. But really what this is saying is we have been saved, period, mic drop. (laughs) So we are, the way that we're living should be um, a life of gratefulness for that salvation. And when we focus on the things that have happened in the past, that hurt us, we put on the old man and we allow corruption to come in and we give the enemy access to our mind, to our body, to our heart. But if we are walking in Christ, if we are aware of our identity in Christ and what he's done for us, and that's, that's through daily surrender, right? That's through a daily, being daily reminded and daily focusing our eyes on Him, daily reading His Word, daily spending time in worship and prayer. Then we, then we can remember, oh wait, I don't have to react this way. I don't have to live in this place of fear. I don't have to live bound up to the, the, the darkness that used to enslave me anymore because Jesus already saved me from that. So I am going to purposely put on the new self today. I'm going to purposely remind myself that I have been regenerated. I have been renewed. I have been created in God's image. I am righteous and I am holy. And I am grateful for for this truth. And this is how I'm going to live. This I'm going to live from this place. And our reaction to the things that trigger us is totally different. It's not it's not one that brings so much um, negativity or any negativity. It brings us to a place of just acceptance. Okay, this happened. Okay, God, but you were with me then, just like you're with me now. And your love hasn't changed. It hasn't left me. And we focus on who God is instead of focusing on who we were or what happened to us right? And that's how we move forward. So I just want to just challenge you guys today. I I felt like this was something that I needed to hear and I just wanted to share it with you guys as well. And so again, this is what it says. This is what the Holy Spirit said. Stop revisiting the trauma. Revisiting the trauma triggers an old man reaction. We are new creations created in Christ Jesus. So we have no reason to look back. Hope looks forward. Hope has expectation in, in her heart for the things to come. And let me just tell you, the best is yet to come for you. 
Okay, so I just wanted to share this with you guys today. I know this is different, but I pray it encourages you. Leave me a leave me a comment or a voice message. Um, and I also wanted to remind those of you that I do have a prophetic song ministry through my website called Fire Song Ministries, where you can send me an email request and I will sing a prophetic song over you for free. Um, so feel free to check out my website and uh, request a song. I would love to do that for you. Alrighty, have a great week. God bless. Let's pray as we end today's podcast. Lord, I just pray for every woman that was listening today. Lord, I just pray for their hearts to be open to receive what it is that you were saying to them. Because we know you're a personal God. We know that you, you are specific in your direction. You're specific in your words of wisdom and encouragement to us because you are a personal God. You, you desire relationship with us, not on a surface level, not an acquaintance level, but on a friend level, on the lover of our soul level. And so I just pray um, for every woman listening that they encounter you in such a deep and meaningful way this week as you minister to them to just deep to their hearts. And if there's woundedness, if there's trauma, if there's negative things and and memories from their past that keep trying to surface, um, Lord, I just pray that they just cast out those thoughts and they just invite you, Holy Spirit, to renew their minds and to just take hold of their memory and to remind them of your goodness and your love. Your word says that we can take captive every thought that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we can make it obedient to Christ. So I just declare that over all that are listening, that they do that this week when they remind themselves of who you are and what you've done. You're faithful. You're faithful, God. You're faithful to us even when we're faithless. Thank you, Lord. And they live a life of gratitude for their salvation. In Jesus' name, amen.